This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and coming up, we'll talk about a crucial component to your health, your teeth. We'll talk to the folks at BC Perio. That's coming up, but first, some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. If you think prices at restaurants are already expensive, it looks like they are on the way to going even higher. According to a new report from Restaurants Canada, many restaurant owners right across the country are looking to increase their prices by 10 to 15% by the end of the year. The main culprit, not surprisingly, inflation with the cost of most food going through the roof, but there's also supply chain issues and staff shortages that they're dealing with. According to the report, food prices have soared to their highest levels since the early 1980s when food inflation peaked at 16%. There's some good news if you're in the market for a used car. According to carpages.ca, used vehicle prices are generally on the decline across Canada, dropping more than 6% after peaking during the first half of this year. And some types of cars are falling quicker than others. Sedans seeing the biggest drop in prices, while minivans have been dropping the least. But still, despite this downward trend, finding a used car at a decent price is still pretty challenging, with car prices way above what they were pre-pandemic. But also on the bright side, the new report also says that new car production is finally ramping up as a global chip shortage slowly begins to ease. But when it comes to buying a new car, dealers say currently most customers who go into the dealership are having to pre-order that vehicle and then wait for it. We're getting closer to an official bid to bring the Olympics to Vancouver in 2030, and it looks like most of us want to see that happen. A new survey of Metro Vancouverites shows that 61% of people asked want to see another Winter Games in the Lower Mainland. The bid would be led by four host First Nations groups, so that would be a first. They, along with the local governments of Vancouver and Whistler, will decide whether they'll give the go-ahead with the bid after the next round of elections. The Vancouver Canucks regular season gets underway on October 12th. The first regular home season or regular season home game is October 22nd at Rogers Arena. And if you've been to a game in the past few years, you've probably noticed just how expensive it is at the arena. Not just the ticket prices, but also the cost of food, parking and all the stuff that goes along with the game. So how does Vancouver compare with the rest of the NHL? Well, we're kind of in the middle. According to a new ranking, Rogers Arena here in Vancouver is 14th out of 32 cities when it comes to how expensive it is to see a game. The average Canucks game experience at Rogers Arena will cost you about 159 bucks, according to the website Time to Play. Madison Square Gardens, home of the Rangers in New York, is the most expensive. That'll cost you just under $250 for a night of hockey. And the most expensive Canadian city to watch a hockey game, that would be Toronto, where the average cost to catch a Leafs game at Scotiabank Arena is $240.78. And as I said, the season starts October 12th, but the first preseason home game 
is September 25th against Calgary. This is Vancouver Consumer. And coming up, we'll talk about your dental health and how that really affects your overall health. We'll talk to the folks from BC Perio when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong and dental implant technology. It's becoming more and more common as people find they can get a new healthy smile sometimes in one day. And that's because of new technology. The materials are getting better. The techniques are are quicker and more comfortable. And at the forefront of this dental implant technology is a place right here in the lower mainland, BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. They have two locations in the lower mainland. They're on West Broadway in Vancouver and Johnson Street in Coquitlam. You can go to bcperio.ca to get all the information that you need. And from BC Perio is uh, one of their professionals and uh, a voice you know from Vancouver Consumer, Dr. Ron Zokel. Hello, Dr. Ron. How are you? <laughs> Martin, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you doing? Very, very well. Uh, good to have you. Do you find that people, uh, I guess in the summer, they might uh, they might not go out of their way to have dental procedures done, but in September and October, things kind of get back to normal. Is it a busier time or is it busy 12 months of the year? Well, for us, it appears to be closer to 12 months of the year. Uh, there's a lot of variety of people who are uh, looking forward to advanced dental care, and it doesn't seem to be that time sensitive. Apart from the fact when people are traveling, they tend to defer their surgical procedures till when they get back. Yeah, yeah. And let's talk about uh, dental implants. Uh, and I, I guess a question that I have, I mean, I've known about dental implants for a long time now. I always talk about I have one in my in my smile, um, in my arsenal of teeth. Um, but uh, do you find there are still people who don't know what a dental implant is, or, or do most people know? Well, it's unusual to find people that are not, to some degree, familiar with a dental implant. I recall back about 35, close to 40 years ago when I started placing implants, very few people knew about it. But today, it's, it's unlikely. It's rare that we see a person who doesn't have some familiarity. Yeah. And I guess it's, it's one of those things where people come in and it's a, a conflict between whether they should get dentures, maybe get rid of dentures or get new dentures or get a dental implant. You find that that's a very common uh, question that people have, uh, dentures or implants. We find that people who are losing their teeth, if they have had solid teeth for most of their life, they don't want to go to a denture as a rule. People who have been wearing a denture for a while and have been able to tolerate it don't get frustrated with the denture until they start losing the ability of that denture to stay in place. They will then uh, go to an implant-supported solution. Because no matter how long you've been wearing dentures, we can provide implants that will support the teeth and make make it feel like you've never lost your teeth at all. Right. We're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio, the BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. They have two locations in the Lower Mainland, one on West Broadway in Vancouver and one on Johnson Street in Coquitlam. And we're talking about the difference between dentures and 
uh, a dental implant. And I mean, really, in most cases, there's no comparison. Uh, a lot of the problems that you have with dentures are completely allevi- alleviated when you get a dental implant, right? In, in so many ways. And if you really think about how a denture functions, when you bite on food and bring your teeth together with dentures, you're compressing your gum tissue against the bone structure, your jawbone structure. And that has a limited amount of force it will tolerate. Therefore, you're, res- you're restricted significantly in your chewing ability. When you put dental implants in and attach your teeth to the dental implants, you get an immediate first day 300% increase in your ability to bite with any type of solid food. And it just gets better from there. And I guess a denture kind of wears out, whereas a dental implant does not. Well, that's true. And to be more accurate, I suppose what happens is the gum tissue and bone structure underneath the denture changes. And therefore, your denture becomes less effective in staying in place and will fall. When you've lost too much bone structure, there's almost nothing to hold that upper denture in place. Right. So in, in many ways, there's no comparison between getting dentures or getting a dental implant. <laughs> you're right. It's not even close. <laughs> well, that's why uh, you're the pro from uh, BC Perio, Dr. Ron Zokel. And that kind of brings us to uh, a list that I found. And I want you to sort of talk about this list as I go. The five facts about dental implants that people might not know. And the number one fact is that they have the best success rate of any other options for for getting new teeth. Um, Tooth implants have a 98% rate of success, um, which is higher than crowns, dentures, and bridges. So, uh, I mean, that's definitely true in your mind, right? You're you're absolutely right. Again, uh, what I will tell you in my mind is that dental implants, while not perfect, because your natural tooth, healthy natural tooth, in my mind, is better. When you have a dental implant, it is one of the few procedures in dentistry that we have the potential of having it there for the rest of your life. And if you take care of it and we do our job properly, uh, it can be there 30, 40, 50 years. Right. And that's a, a 98% uh, rate of yeah. success over uh, bridges, crowns, and dentures. Um, and I mean, how long does the average denture last? Well, very much depends on the person and the biting force and whether or not they force the change in bone structure and gums tissue underneath the denture. Uh, I have seen the rare denture last 30 to 40 years, uh, but that's incredibly rare. Uh, On the other hand, they become discolored, disfigured, you wear them down. But more importantly, they rarely fit after a few years as well as when you had them placed. So most, the great huge majority of dentures have to be relined or remade every few years. Right. So that's number one of the five facts about dental implants. Their success rate is excellent. 98% rate of success. Yeah. And if I I might point out, when we talk about success rates, Mark, we talk about in terms of the number of years. So when we say 98% success rate, that's over a 10-year period and such. And as you you go longer down the road success rate will drop a little bit. In most cases, something like crowns and bridges, I think uh, I think the literature is reporting that you get about a 75% success rate over a nine-year period. And that's massively different. Right. 
Right. And you mentioned, uh, we're talking to uh, Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. Goes to Go to bcperio.ca. And uh, you talked about with just sort of regular cleaning of, uh, of a dental implant, um, it should last a lifetime. And that's something that's very important to point out because that's number two uh, about the five facts about dental implants is that they are cavity free. Would you say that's true? <laughs> you can't get decay in a dental implant. But let me be very, very upfront. Uh, around teeth, you can get decay, but not so in an implant. But around a tooth, you can get periodontal disease and you can get the same thing around an implant. And that's if it's not t- being taken care of properly. Right, right. And, and, you, I mean, you, like I always say, we've had this conversation before, but I have a dental implant in, in my, uh, smile arsenal. That's what I'm going to call my teeth now, my smile <laughs> arsenal. And I, I never think about it. And like, the only time I ever think about it is when I talk to you, Dr. Zokel, uh, because I, I mean, I floss all my teeth and I, it's, it's, it has just become one of my teeth. So, so it's, it's not like I have to, you know, have an electric polisher or something. I just treat it like I treat all my other teeth. So that's an important thing to, to think about, right? It really is. And when we see our patients back for recall visits and making sure that the implants are healthy, we take a look in somebody's mouth. If we have to then go to our x-rays to figure out which one's the implant, which one's the natural tooth, that's when we know we've got a good result. That's true. Um, so those are that, those are the first two uh, of the five facts about dental implants. They have an excellent success rate. Number two, they're cavity free and you just have to care for them the way you care for your teeth. Uh, number three is that uh, their construction is very high tech. And I guess most of them now are titanium. Is that true? The majority of dental implants are titanium. There are some that are ceramic. And uh, the great majority of dentists with a large amount of experience only place titanium or titanium alloy implants. Right. And, and that's the same stuff that NASA uses. So it's got to be good. <laughs> and submarines as well, I understand. <laughs> Right. And so they're, I guess they're lighter. I I mean, does that make a difference? The, the weight of them, I guess you don't really, cause I don't think about the implant. I don't really feel it, but I guess you want it to be a lighter, uh, a lighter substance, right? You know, I don't think that enters into a lot of people's minds and I've not certainly had any patients who complain about weight of their, yeah. their bridges or implants or whatever they have in their mouth. We use a lot of other metals, particularly in the past when we used a lot of gold in the past. And that's a lot heavier metal, for example, than titanium. Uh, And I've yet to hear anybody complain about it. Right. Yeah. I guess that's kind of a thing. You don't, you don't think about it. Uh, We're talking about the five facts about dental implants uh, with Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio, bcperio.ca. They have a great success rate. Number two is they're cavity free. Number three, they're made of uh, often titanium. Uh, Number four is the fact that a dental implant actually increases the jawbone strength. How does that work? How does, how do dental implants actually increase the strength of your jawbone? <laughs> that's no, that's, that's great. That's a very interesting technical question. So, and it's true. So what happens and it works around teeth as well. Anytime the bone 
in your jawbone and just about anywhere else in your body is a very dynamic structure. In other words, it responds to force. So when force is applied to bone, like via through a dental implant into the bone structure, the bone responds to that force by becoming denser and stronger. To resist that force, it's body's natural way of managing that. So even your long bones, your body, whatever it may be, when you work out and you strengthen the muscles and use it a lot, the bone responds to that force by making itself stronger. Right. So it actually, it, it, it the implant kind of becomes part of your body in many ways, doesn't it? Yeah, for all intents and purposes, uh, I don't think one could consider it any other way. It's interesting to know that most things, when you put something different in the body than what normally is, is part of the body itself, your body's immune response system tends to react to it and wants to reject it. When it comes to titanium, though, the body doesn't even recognize it as a foreign, as a foreign material. Right. It just kind of welcomes it. <laughs> Well, sure. And, and to be, become very technical about it, and uh, is that there is a this response is for lymphocytes and things like that, which is part of the autoimmune system, to reject infections and, and anything that would enter the body inappropriately. We have none of that around a dental right. implant. Right. So that's number four uh, f of the facts about dental implants. It actually increases your jawbone strength. And the fifth fact about dental implants is that age is not a factor. So, um, I mean, they're generally available for anybody of any age, right? That's true. And uh, we're seeing more and more people in their 80s and early 90s that are getting implants these days. Yeah. So, I mean, what's the, the oldest person you've ever given an implant to? <laughs> 94. 94. Well, there you go. Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio is our guest. It's Vancouver Consumer. And uh, the BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center has two locations in the Lower Mainland. One at 777 West Broadway in Vancouver and one uh, in John on Johnson Street in Coquitlam. You can go to bcperio.ca. That's their website. It's easy to remember, B-C-P-E-R-I-O dot C-A. You can also give them a call, 604-872-0222, and find out everything that they do. And you can also see a, a picture of Dr. Ron Zokel. And when we come back, I want to ask uh, Dr. Zokel where he's been, because uh, uh, he's always traveling, learning, teaching. Uh, he's at the forefront of this dental implant technology. And also, I want to find out about the whole idea of getting dental implants in a single day, getting a new smile in one day. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues uh, with BC Perio right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. It is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and we're talking about uh, your dental health and most notably uh, how you can get a new smile. Uh, and one that will last a lifetime with the help of the folks at BC Perio, the BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. They have two locations in Vancouver, one uh, West Broadway in Vancouver. The other is in Coquitlam, actually, Johnson Street. If you go to bcperio.ca, you can find out everything that they do, 604-872-0222. And one thing that BC Perio is very proud about is their team. And uh, one of the team members is Dr. Ron Zokel. Now, 
Dr. Zokel, whenever I talk to you, you're always coming back from somewhere interesting. And before I, I ask you where you've been lately and where you're going, um, I want to talk about your background because I don't know if we've talked about this enough. Um, your bona fides, as I look on your, your biography, is amazing. Uh, you've been appointed to all these different posts in different dental associations, including the presidency of the Vancouver and District Dental Society, the chair of the General Examination Committee, and chief examiner for the College of Dental Surgeons of British Columbia. So you're, you're not just a Johnny-come-lately. You've been doing this a long time. And uh, <laughs> I love the phrase Johnny come lately. Um, but uh, I mean, how important is it to you to keep learning, uh, especially in this field that is, you know, has so much new technology all the time? I think it's absolutely critical. Uh, I've had to all the students and people who I teach in this field or any other area. Uh, what I do tell them is that when you stop learning in this field, you start deteriorating. Uh, there is too much to learn, there's too much science, there's too much knowledge that's being brought forward due to, due to research and other things. You learn from the things you do, the things that you do well reinforce what you do already, the things that don't turn out as good, you reassess and figure out why and don't do it again. Right. So it's a constant process of self-evaluation, learning, reading, and growth. And as part of that, every time I talk to you, you're often uh, traveling to all over the world to take part in uh, different conventions and seminars. Sometimes you're teaching, sometimes you're learning and listening. Uh, so what have you been up to lately and where are you headed next? <laughs> well, on the horizon, uh, let's see, next week I go to Halifax, actually. It's, uh, I'm well within Canada, of course, and Halifax is the Canadian Academy of Restorative Dentistry and Prosthodontics, and I'm rather proud to say that it will be here in 2024, at which time I'll be presiding as the president. Uh, we have Mexico City coming up in December, which we're teaching implant surgery to a group of dentists from North America. Uh, beyond that, I, I think there that's yet to be seen. I think we still have another trip to Bora Bora, which is coming up in the, in the March-April area. I haven't got that date nailed down just yet, but it's exciting. Yeah, no, that's, it's, it's pretty cool. And it's just an example of the kind of experience and technology you're getting when you go to BC Perio, the BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center, uh, West Broadway in Vancouver and Johnson Street in Coquitlam. Go to bcperio.ca. So really just briefly, what, what's really exciting to you on the horizon in the new technology and, and maybe not just dental implants, but in the field of dentistry, what's, what's got you kind of looking to the future? Now, I think in technological terms, uh, digital dentistry has become relatively normal in, in many practices, not all, by any stretch of the imagination. But the, the process by which we record information to be sent to a labor laboratory to process for new teeth or crowns or things like that, is being, that workflow is being improved significantly by virtue of digital technology. So uh, for those of our audience who, uh, who have had crowns in the past or implants or such, you notice that there, you'll recall that you had putty that was put in your mouth to replicate what the dentist did. You send that off to a lab for work. Today, we put a little device or we put a scanner in place and we scan it rather than put that putty in your mouth. And, uh, and that is very, very accurate. We send that off. So the comfort 
and and the facility by which you can do these things has greatly improved and uh, that technology is growing like like crazy just very rapid competitors are coming up bringing equipment prices down and i think that's going to have a large impact in getting more and more dentists into the digital implant and digital crown and bridge technology field Right. And at BC Perio, uh, that kind of high-tech imaging is a big part of what you do, right? I, oh, absolutely it is. We probably have one of the most sophisticated and te- technologically advanced offices in, in North America, I would think. There, are, there may be offices that supersede ours, but they'd have to be very, very recent and, uh, and have a bucket load of dollars. <laughs> Yeah, and and when you think about how dental implants work, when you're when you're actually sometimes you know fusing an implant to the bone, you need to know exactly what you're dealing with in terms of the jaw bone and the and the structures inside the mouth that you can't see. Well, you're absolutely right, and that's where our digital technology comes even more useful because we can do precision placement of implants, knowing exactly on a uh, a hundredth of a second at a time where your burr is in relationship to vital structures in the bone uh, and and therefore place implants incredibly accurately because the digital technology has brought us to that point. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and we're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio. BCPerio.ca is the website. Two locations, one on West Broadway in Vancouver, one Johnson Street in Coquitlam. And uh, we're talking about some of the high-tech uh, high-tech tools that are used by BC Perio. And uh, I remember when I got my dental implant, I have one, and it was a long process. I, I had to wait literally months. And uh, that is changing as well. And one thing that BC Perio is very proud of is uh, the fact that in many cases, you can give people a new smile in a single day. And that's, that's pretty amazing, hey? It is. And for those people uh, who have broken down teeth or no teeth at all, and they're very reluctant to smile, and they are very self-conscious. We transform those people's lives within that half-day period it takes to take all the bad teeth out, put the implants in, and give them a complete new set of teeth that very same day. Right. And, and that's something that uh, you couldn't do before. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's, that's true. Uh, if I were to clarify that just a wee bit, it's not that we didn't, it's that we didn't know enough didn't have enough information and experience in the field to do that right from the time that we got started in plant dentistry, which is an awful long time ago now. And, um, and as we grew and as we became more knowledgeable, we were aware that we could do bigger and better things by placing implants and putting teeth on them immediately. Not only is it convenient and good for our patient, but also we get better results long term. Right. So if somebody's out there and maybe they're missing teeth or their dentures are, are, are ill-fitting and they're getting sick of dentures and they'd like to learn more uh, about how BC Perio could help them, what do you recommend that they do? Just come in for a, a consultation? Uh, did you find that most people uh, uh, are, are, possible, are good candidates for implants? Well, there are a few people who are not good candidates, and those people are probably not good candidates because of medical-related issues. And we have to get to the bottom of any medical issues that might negatively affect the placement of implants and rule them out. 
Past that, there are very, very few circumstances where people are not eligible. One would be perhaps somebody who's too young and they're still growing. We tend not to place implants in those type of people. So we're a boy or a girl in 15, 16 years of age, we would try to defer implant placement uh, for another five years if at all possible. Uh, when it comes to when it comes to uh, anybody else, I, I think the world's your oyster. Uh, we can pretty much help anybody, regardless of their history, whether it be good teeth, bad teeth, no teeth, doesn't matter. And if someone is uh, without a tooth, they maybe the, a tooth got knocked out or they lost a tooth years ago, it's, dev, it's, it's, it's usually a situation where it's better to do something now than to wait a few more years with, with no tooth in that spot, right? Yes, that's absolutely true. What we find is that when you have a deteriorating condition in the mouth, the sooner you treat it, the better the potential result is and the least cost will be there. It, things rarely get better when you have some type of deterioration in the dental, in the dental area. So uh, the sooner you get at it, the better off it is for everybody. Right. And, and uh, before I let you go, um, uh, BC Perio uh, does implants. You obviously specialize in implants, but, but you're a, a specialty clinic and you do all sorts of uh, dental procedures there, right? Well, what we do is we will take every patient that comes in and try to determine what their dental conditions are. And it could be something very simple. It could be something very complex and everybody's a little different. And that's what we assess. So we don't know and presume that people are going to need dental implants when they come in. In fact, if we can save the dentition, their natural teeth, we will attempt to do so and give every opportunity to restore that person back to a stable level of health. Because our goal is to make sure people look good, they feel good, and whatever we do, we want it to last a long time. And that's a pretty consistent goal for everybody, whether it be with implants or without implants. Right. So it's not like someone comes in and you're going to encourage them to get an implant when you could save the tooth. Oh, absolutely. Our goal is to treat the patient properly, the way we would like to be treated ourselves. So it doesn't necessarily mean an implant. It just means getting you to good, stable dental health that looks good and feels good and lasts a long time. Right. And uh, at BC Perio, we talked a little bit about the imaging tools that you use. Um, and you are very proud of the fact that, uh, and not just for implants, but uh, you can do CT scans and x-rays, like uh, like what, first of all, what is a CT scan and how does it compare to an X-ray? Well, it is an X-ray for all intents and purposes. Right. It's a radiation emitting structure. And we, in our offices in dentistry, we don't do what we call a CT scan. We do a CB CT scan, cone beam CT scan. And uh, that's significantly different. For example, in the medical world, and you have a CT scan in the medical world, the radiation dosage is massively greater than that in our system. And we use a very, very, very low radiation to, uh, to identify structures in the mouth and see the disease pattern. And everybody who we treat gets a CT scan. And, and we tend to give it complementary in, uh, for work within the office itself. So our, our goal is to get as much knowledge about what's happening in every patient's mouth so that we can give them as much information, accurate information, complete information as possible, and then be able to treat and plan them ideally as well. The CT scan plays a very large role in that. Right. And, and people shouldn't be concerned about the amount of, of radiation because it's quite low. It's incredibly low. And uh, it, every CT scan or CBCT scan unit 
that's out there uh, vies for the, uh, I suppose, the honor of describing themselves as the, as the CBCT scan that gives the least amount of radiation for everyone that's taken. The ones that we use are characteristically some of the lowest dosage radiations that's available in the dental marketplace. So, And we're, we're quite happy with that. Great. Well, always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, Dr. Ron Zokel has been our guest. BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. You can uh, go to one of their two locations. They're on West Broadway in Vancouver or Johnson Street in Coquitlam. The best thing to start is to go to bcperio.ca and you can also give them a call at 604-872-0222. So Dr. Zokel, thanks so much for talking to us this afternoon. Thank you, Martin. It's a pleasure. Always a pleasure to talk to Dr. Zokel. When we come back, if you like Shark Tank and Dragon's Den, I'll tell you about a new show that's on the Aboriginal People's Television Network, which uh, looks pretty good. And it uh, it's on tomorrow night and every Sunday. I'll tell you about that show when we return right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. And welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. This week, the Aboriginal People's Television Network, APTN, launched a new show that looks interesting, and it will put the spotlight on businesses with Indigenous owners. And yes, it's in the style of Dragon's Den and Shark Tank. Why not? Those shows work. Uh, The show is called Bear's Lair. It will feature a panel of successful Indigenous business moguls as they listen to pitches from Canadian entrepreneurs with up to $180,000 on the line. There are four bears. There's going to be several guest judges and contestant coaches working with the entrepreneurs to help them develop their pitches and hone their public speaking skills before they're put on the spot in front of the bears. The business ideas range from custom-designed cakes to personal care products, technology, and solutions to health and safety challenges. Three of the 18 businesses being spotlighted this season are from BC, with two being from Vancouver. One of those Vancouver-based businesses is Fighter Fit Athletics, which sounds pretty cool. It's a health app, a digital fitness and healthcare program that specializes in martial arts workouts, And not only will the app customize your workouts, it will also provide specific meal plans just for you and even offer quality of life check-ins. The other Vancouver entry this season is Sisters Sage, a Vancouver-based company that makes handmade soaps and lotions, incorporating traditional indigenous medicine and culture into their products. And one of the four bears who will be judging all these pitches is Gina Jackson. She is the show's creator and a member of the Seashelt First Nation. Jackson says she wants to inspire everybody who watches the show into something that she calls reconciliation. She says it means that every leadership decision from buying to hiring, training to mentoring, marketing to investing creates opportunities to build mutually beneficial relationships and to elevate indigenous businesses, communities, knowledge, and values. Bear's Lair will air Sunday evenings on the Aboriginal People's Television Network, the APTN. This is Vancouver Consumer. 
Uh, we're here every Saturday afternoon from two to four. I want to thank our producer, Leo Coelho, and we'll see you next week. I'm Martin Strong. The news is coming up next. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.